0: All right, questions please, David.
1: Yeah, Mike, just what is your approach with these weekends? Do you like to throw a lot at them, see how they process it, or just give them a little and not overwhelm them? Or just what what do you do over the three days? I'll, so?
0: I'll say definitely the times have changed. I mean, I, I think like anything in life, um, you know, you go through some adversity. I'm talking about the pandemic. Pandemic taught us a lot. And, you know, and, and one of the things is virtual education and interaction. Um, you know, these uh, players, you know, I can't say enough about the – The whole class and the coaching staff, uh, the time that they've they've spent from the time they were drafted, you know, up until their arrival yesterday, where uh, this group clearly is significantly further ahead uh, than the last two classes, you know, coming in here because of the virtual opportunities. So uh, you can see that right away. I mean, no, I I say that we just had a practice. Obviously, that's why I was running late, a lot of corrections, but uh, it's you know, and that's normal. But yeah, just the way they came in and the understanding, you know, you know, sitting in Dan's meeting and going through calls and, you know, a lot of head nodding, uh, Kellan going through putting the ball in play and going through formations and guys were already calling them out. That's, that's not normal. So uh, that's a real credit to the players and coaches for the amount of time that they've spent already uh, going into this weekend. Uh, second part of that, David, I would say is, you know, in the earlier days of my head coaching career, um, this used to be a three-practice go for the moon and, you know, and what I found was it was great work. Um, but then these, you know, they go from rookie mini camp into four days the following week with the veterans. And then by the time you get to Tuesday, Wednesday, I mean, the, the risk for injury for that group, you know, was really accelerated. So um, so I personally got away from the rookie mini camp that, that um, you know, we all grew up in in the 90s and the early 2000s. but And that's why we call it a rookie orientation camp. And we really split the day. Between football and, and their personal transition here to be a Dallas Cowboy, I mean the little things of you know where they're going to eat, um, you know their residence, transportation, you know all those things. The bank get open up a bank account, just all the basics that. Um, you just you just take a little extra time to get it right on the front end on their arrival so then you know start Monday when they are you know acclimated with the veterans that they can get into a flow and and it just it, it has served me very well probably the last you know 10 years doing it that way where uh, their transition has been smoother and, and it and I definitely I didn't feel like we ran in as many injuries, particularly fatigue injuries. Uh, in their first week of activity, because I mean, hey, let's be honest. There's a lot of stress, anxiety, excitement, all of the above. There's a lot of emotion that goes into their arrival for everybody. You know, for all of us. You know, we're excited to see them. They're excited to be here. Uh, the work, you know, so the work has been, the work has been tremendous. Uh, so, uh, real excited about the group as a whole. So mm-hmm. we, we got off to a good start.
1: What exactly is the virtual meeting framework leading up to this orientation meeting campus?
0: It's all positional, you know. I mean, I, th- I think like anything, you know. And in, in, you know, as you move up in this league, through you know, as a coordinator and a head coach, you know, you really appreciate and admire the. The amount of work and the details that the position coach puts into you know coaching his particular group and 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 with that being said you know we we all have a you know a starting point you know we all have an individual section that you know that it just takes time and you know just for a quarterback example the, the ability to talk about every footwork and how it how it applies to a particular play and, and just you are know, not going to get that all done in over a weekend. So, you know, a, ability to take the, you know, literally 10 days of just, you know, this, this, this is how the huddle's formed and all, all the, the starting point things. Um, it, it gives those position coaches a chance to really cover A through Z, and then, you know, and now they're able to at least speak the language or at least recognize and understand the language when they get here. So, uh, so it's really they're, they're, they've all those meetings have been individual, uh, individual position based. In last these seasons, thought. you've seen unprecedented rookie success. How would you describe your rookie culture here in Dallas? Um, I mean, 24 hours into it, you know, um, it's it, it's really good. I mean, it was fun last night. You know, um, you know, the, you know, they, they they all traveled during the morning. Um, you know, the the physicals went uh, went on throughout the afternoon, I and mean, um, you know, we kicked it off. I thought Jerry was tremendous at six o'clock and, and welcomed them and. You know, just laying laying down the groundwork of the, you know what's what's in front of them as far as the opportunity, and particularly uh, uh, the opportunity as being a Dallas Cowboy. Um, so you know, we had some fun with their their old you know their old uniforms and things like that, and you know acknowledged every one of them their you know their success in, in college, and then but then the reality is you know it, this is the starting point of you know what it is to be a Dallas Cowboy, what it takes to be a Dallas Cowboy. We had really cool um tradition and history uh uh, video that our that our that our crew puts together and it it's kind of funny because uh you know near the end we transition you know all these great you know highlights over the decades of you know dallas cowboy history and then you have these all these hall of famers speaking on what it means to be a dallas cowboy and then the, the video ends with the players you know their highlights from college and you know and then Like I told him, I said, you guys even had taken a snap, and you guys are already in the highlight tape with the greatest (laughs) players in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. So that's a pretty good start. But uh, it's, it's, I've always enjoyed the the Thursday night. Dinner, welcoming meeting, and then frankly, you know, uh, I think we finished up about seven, seven thirty, and then they went with their position coaches to probably nine o'clock, and then then it was all football today. So, um, but yeah, I think they're off to a really good start.
1: For the record, I asked Tyler Smith the same question. He said after your intro, he called you charming.
0: Charming. Wow. Uh-huh. I did a poor job then. That's not what I was talking That's
1: your mean cuss starting off with. What's that? You got to start off being a cuss. No, no, cuss. I go the other way. Oh, you're going
0: to be nice. You're coming They haven't seen anything yet. No. Um,
1: the schedule came out yesterday. You your initial thoughts on the, the schedule, obviously, starting with Tampa and mm-hmm. Cincinnati and having the Rams early in the season and the trip yeah. to Green
0: Bay. I mean, I think that you know, the thing that, that I've always looked at and, uh, is really the first four games. And, you know, I like the fact that the first two are at home. Um, and then you have you know your first your first division game at home too so I, I, I really like the start of it um, you know everything else you know Thanksgiving not not playing Thanksgiving to Thursday I, I thought that was you know that I like I, I like that part of it because I think that's a real challenge playing those three games in such a tight period of time so I thought that was a good change and then really having the uh, you know a Saturday to Thursday you know is a little different wrinkle but you know, you'd much rather go Saturday to Thursday there you know at the, was at week 16 and, um, and it kind of gives you that that bye week before your last you know mini bye week before your last game so I, I like the structure of it you know um, we know we're always going to have the national games and our travel is going to be a challenge I, I have no idea where we rank but I'm sure we're in a you know top 10 or as far as an amount of travel and the, you know in the, the night games and so the travel part of it's always a, a challenge and, but you know this is year three so I feel like I got a handle on that. Uh, you know, going back to Green Bay, I mean that that'll that'll be fun and I was hoping for October or September, but you know, November will be fine.
1: <laughs> Starting Tyler out at Love Garden, he's talk about how he looked today and clearly that's where he has the least experience.
0: Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is um, you know, I, I I would look at the whole the whole process. You know, I wouldn't get too caught up on where exactly, you know, Tyler's playing and uh, because you know, we're we're trying to have a as you know Constructive practice environment that we can, and you know, as far as ever how many linemen that we're dealing with, so that's part of that equation and formula. But you know, like I've stated, when he was drafted, he he will work both left guard and and left tackle. But yeah, I mean, you can see the the twitch, you know, in in is is something that uh, jumps out at you. So you know, I thought he had a really nice day.
1: How competitive is the kicker position going to be, not just this weekend, but in the months to
0: come? Super. I mean, you know, it's it's wide open. So yeah, it's it's definitely um, something I'm sure that uh, I'll be I'll be curious to see how you guys t- use your statistics and analysis. So um, um, I'm I'm going to enjoy that sarcastically. So.
1: Can you, can you get us TrackMan data? Say again? Can you get us some TrackMan data?
0: Tell you what, have you have you used it? Things, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty. I just saw it today for the first time, frankly. So yeah. Where pretty cool stuff. So. Ferguson. Ferguson? Boy, what didn't you like about him? You know, I um, I, I like the way he plays. You know, it's the first thing that jumped out. Uh, I like his play style. I like his aggressiveness, and I think he's you know what you need at tight end because um, you know he, he's able to play on the ball, off the ball. You know, he's he's uh, you know he's, he's productive as a receiver, uh, but but I really like his play style. You know, I I don't think you can have enough of those type of guys on on your team because. Not only does he play the tight end position the right way, but you can see it on special teams. You know, they, you look at Wisconsin, uh, they're one of the few teams in college football that use a pro punt formation. So uh, if you, I don't know if you were watching, but it, you know, just on the special teams period, when you watch the punt protection, obviously, that's the one you put in first, and that's uh, the one you would usually spend the most time on. He, he was probably the only one that had any you know, former experience there. And you can see in his footwork and you can see in his understanding. So I think he's a very well-rounded football player.
1: With uh, the, the wide receivers, you had talked about how you like him playing at all positions. With a young guy like like a Tolbert, early on, do you just try and have him at one spot or do you want to throw everything at him right away? Well,
0: I, th- I think it depends on the individual. And uh, just the short time that I've been around Jalen, I, I think he's going to do fine. You know, he's young uh, and, and frankly one of the – one of the things he made a big point of in, in our initial conversation was, you know, he's pretty young at, at the game of football. You know, he hasn't played a lot of football, so you know, to me, that's exciting. You know, because, like, um, using his words, he said, "I, I don't, I don't know how high my ceiling is, but I think it's going to be pretty, pretty damn high." So, and I was like, "Hell yeah, it's going to be high." So, I mean, but he's, you can see it, he's natural inside. Obviously, has the ability. Um, you know, if you just watching him and, and you know. Will McClay and I were talking. He, he he reminds you just on first impression as far as his his movement traits. You know, he's somewhere kind of between C.D. and Cedric Wilson. I mean, that's you know, it's his his body type, and I think that's a that, that's a great comparable, and I think it illustrates what you know what we're looking for. You know, when when you have that that type of. Um, Skill set where you can come in here and have the ability to play inside and outside. I think it's I think it's a real value. Does he have number eighteen for purposes that remind you of uh, Randall at all? That's a that's a great question and uh, you know a lot of love for and respect for Randall Cobb, um, but I really had nothing to do with the with the numbers. So.
1: <laughs> Dan was saying when you went to Ole Miss after the, the workout he the session he had with with Sam he yeah. turned to you and said I'd love to be able to coach this guy. Can you just talk about? What you saw in that session and and what you envision Williams fitting in here is either a rotational guy or or a chance to be a little bit more. early.
0: I mean, definitely. I mean, the plane ride home from there, you know, was as as we ate our uh, jersey jerseys subs or whatever the hell it was, beating that storm out of there. But um, you know, just coming back from you know from the flight over, I I think we were all in agreement on that. I mean, you know, I, I can remember you know one of the things I do. On a daily basis, you know, I have kind of a check check-in moment with Will McClay, and he's always in there watching college tape. and And I don't recall when it was October Octoberish, November, and he had Sam on. You know, he was watching Sam in his office, and um, so obviously made a huge impression uh, on both of us that day. and And um, and then at the workout, you know, it's. It, you can see you can see that you can see the ability. I mean, and I'm I'm going back to the start of it. And I'm talking about when he was doing the bench press with his you know, with his teammates and the camaraderie and the interaction and there was just so much to love about him and then and then Dan actually running the workout was awesome. But I mean you can see right away, you know, in, in the workout that this guy had, you know, top you know, top, you know, first round type type abilities. So yeah, we were definitely very excited about him on the plane ride and uh, just you know, went to work on the other questions that we had, and obviously we felt very comfortable, and we felt we, were, we felt very fortunate that he was still there in the second round.
1: Does he look like a player that's only been playing for five years? I think he said he started his senior year in high
0: school. Does he look like a player? I, I think we'd all agree. Sam Williams looks like a guy that was born to play professional football. So I mean, he he has the gifts, uh, he has the physical traits. You know, I mean, he had two pass rushes. Today and I know we're just in helmets, but he he was clean in the backfield and you know he has that kind of ability. So um, he's in a great place. He's obviously in an excellent system. You know that he'll definitely benefit from. So I think he'll do extremely well early for us.
1: With CDs descent to the flanker position and Cedric no longer being here, what's the outlook at punt
0: Um, You know, frankly, that was a little bit part of the tracking drill that we did. You know, and we'll do it uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, it's something that. I did in my time in Green Bay and frankly I just want to see a guy track a ball I you know we didn't instruct him on anything I said I don't want any coaching I don't, I don't care if the guys never caught a punt I'm gonna see him just just track a football so uh, tomorrow we'll do the kickoff you know uh, we won't use the punt rotation that we use today so uh, and that and that's part of that evaluation Michael I mean we'll, we'll look at the guys that have done it and you know and, and I think you know as Steven says all the time and and it's and it's so true you know uh, player acquisition never stops so but um, but that's that's definitely something we got to get answered.
1: That was a pretty long line of guys who were doing mm-hmm. that tracker drill. Is that just a reflection of just kind of where you are on the roster? Or is it usually that involved with so many different guys?
0: Oh, that's the way I've always done it. Yeah, that, that, that drill is really to watch all the perimeter players handle the football. You know, I think you've seen the way we practice, you know, our team fundamental drills, you know, it's all you know, everything you do is about, you know, taking care of the football, taking away. I think it's reflected in our in our turnover, differential, you know. So last year it was, you know, where it needs to be. But you know something you gotta work out and I mean every I mean everybody works at it, but you know, I think how you do it and how much you do it, you know, factors into, you know, you get what you put into things, you know, that's that's the game of football and you know, we only have so much time every time you turn around they're telling you how long you can be on the field and you know and I think that uh, you know, those type of drills, you really get a lot out of. Have
1: you finalized anything with the Chargers if you're going to practice against them before the preseason?
0: You're ahead of me. I'm sorry. I just, you know, finally got the news exactly when we're playing. So, uh, you know, we're going to. Looks like we're going to be able to play. You know, Saturdays. You know, just you know, talking with Denver, and I haven't talked to I haven't talked to the Chargers yet personally, but. Um, I'll speed dial all you guys as soon as I get it done so I know to get your hotel rooms or whatever so uh,
1: just, just to check in on Zeke and his health where where is he in
0: is he is he hundred percent Christ I, excuse me <laughs> that. Uh, I would hope so I mean you know I, I just because I was looking at the GPS uh, yesterday of the workouts I think Tuesday I mean 22 mile an hour that's 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 you know 22 mile an hour in may is pretty damn good so uh, yeah he looks great staff this year? Say, I'm sorry? The continuity with your yes. coaching staff? If you know, Prince has, has come in, why is he the right guy at this time? And I know you had some familiarity, you know, within the division, but was it also his relationship with
1: Kellen?
0: I, I think all those things are important, you know. Um, you know, I've known of Robert, you know, from across the field for a long time, I have a lot of respect for, you know, how his receivers have played over the years obviously the you know i think anytime you can have a a connection with your coordinators you know that's something i believe and i I know as a coordinator um and it wasn't a negative experience but i i know when i was my first time as a coordinator when a coordinator is not part of the hiring of the assistants it it sets up potential for some uh things on your staff that that could that's right we're not mandatory yet right so (laughs) we'll let that go but uh no, it, it sets up for situations. So my point is, I, I like it when the coordinator has a relationship with an assistant coach. If you bring it in, I think it's beneficial. Uh, and all of our coordinators have been part of every assistant coach hiring, and that's just that's just the way I've always done it as a head coach. So yeah, that, that's definitely a real benefit. But uh, you know, his his resume speaks for itself. You know, he's he's brought a lot of energy uh, to that room, and you know, he I think he's been the right fit for us.
1: Um- Coming to the locker room, we saw Kelvin Joseph. Any update on that situation, and how has he been throughout this whole
0: process? I do not have a, an update on that situation, and, and, and you know, and I, I understand uh, the concern, and you know, and I just want you to know that you know, when 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 that, when it the situation occurred, um, you know, we had a lot of internal, you know, conversation. Um, it, that that it was really in depth, and you know, based off the information that we've been given, you know, it was, um, we felt was important to to support him, and and he's been he's been here every day. You know, he's he's, he's having a very productive you know off season so far. Thank you. Yep. All right. Thank you. Well, that was easy. Thanks. Son. <laughs> well, we gotta walk.